One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's a big death. It was a big death. Oh my God. Powerhouse Hobbs, I think, killed the big show, Paul White. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by Luke Owen, DAD. Welcome to the AEW Dynamite Review Podcast on the WrestleTalk Podcast channel. The go home for full gear episode, no less. If you haven't already, please press the thumbs up button. Give us a subscribe. Leave a comment down below with what you thought of this episode and send in your... Omega Chats to WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out every single one of them over five US dollars. But we are going to start off talking about the Like a Dragon. Gaiden. Like a Gaiden? No, it's Like a Dragon Gaiden. Like a, like a Gaiden? No, the, the match was called Like a Dragon Gaiden Street Fight. Like a Dragon Gaiden. Because that's the name of the game. Dra- so what's a dragon gaiden? Well, a no, dragon no, robot? So it's, no, it's like a dragon is the name of the series. Uh-huh. Gaiden is like the chapter of the series. And then that chapter has a name, which is, I think, Street Fight. the man who erased his name. So that's the game. So the game is called like a dragon gaiden, the man who erased his name. Street Fight. But this match was just called like a dragon gaiden, Street Fight. This is why I don't watch anime. <laughs> this is... <laughs> Oh, do you yeah, get again? Get into One Punch Man? Oh, okay, well, how many episodes has it got? A thousand? <laughs> no. Just so everyone's a, I, Ollie's aware, it's a video game. Before anyone tries to correct him, it's the same thinking. <laughs> it's the same thinking behind it. Sorry, sorry. It's really quite simple. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, it was a uh, so the like a dragon Gaiden Street Fight, Street Fight Part Two forward slash A. Deathly Hallows <laughs> was between the Don Callis family, but Sammy Guevara obviously wasn't cleared in time, so Brian Cage, the mercenary, subbed in. To take the pin. I thought he was the best thing in the match. <laughs> I thought he was amazing. Brian Cage, also, his uh, tr- his tights popped me because he had the Streets of Rage logo on his butt, but it said the Streets of Cage. Very good. Gaiden. Because it's also a Sega thing. Mm. Uh, Cage went out there being like, I've been put into a massive match here, so I really do need to show that I am worth, like, I, you know, put me on TV more, is basically almost like this performance was. Every time, I, you said, you you famously said, whenever you see a Brian Cage entrance, you're like, yeah, I don't know. But then he works you into the match. He sure does. I'm hyped from the moment I see his, his mohawk. I think it's also his really naff Terminator cosplay stuff that he does. It's cool. It's one of the few times it works. <laughs> so that's the Don Callis family. Kind of a Team Taz reunion in there as well, because you've got Hobbs and Brian Cage together. And they were against the weirdest team of Jericho, Chris Jericho and Big Show, Paul White, and the Golden Lovers, Kenny Mager and Kota Ibushi. But that's not how... That's how they also sort of came out, because Jericho made his entrance first, then the Golden Lovers came out together, and then No More BS Paul White came out. But they were advertised throughout the night as the Golden Jet and Kota Ibushi and Paul White, which upset me more than it should have done. (laughs) Uh, Especially because Jericho and Big Show were the ones wearing the matching tights, which is the suits. They're in... Reservoir dog style suits. They were like like a dragon Gaiden suits. They like were, a 
like Lycan. Like they were like her, like her dragon Gaiden suits. So it's called like, like a dragon. No, I was saying Gaiden. it was like, like a dragon, but the game is just called Mech. Just like. So, <laughs> Big Show, I thought they, I was concerned about this match. <laughs> I was concerned about Big Show. I, yes, well, that's that's the reason I was concerned about the match. We all were, weren't we? Yeah. His knees looked just I, not, not structurally sound. I'm going to shout out, I believe it was Trevor Dame that posted this up on Twitter. I'm going to shout out him as the best description I've ever heard of Tall Paul, the Big Show, Paul White. Which is, Paul White now looks like that action figure you had as a kid that never just stands up. <laughs> so you have to adjust it at a weird angle so it stands <laughs> up. That is what Tall Paul is. Well, the way they got around it, first of all, wearing this big suit, I, you know, meant we didn't have to see it, sort of the caving in of his knees. Uh, but also they just had people run up towards him. First spot of the match, I think, Carl Fletcher runs up the ramp, goes to Big Show. Doop. Yep. Yeah, and Fletcher's taking this huge bump. You bump around him. Very well done. Very well done. Because Hobbs, like, because they set up this up on collision, that's the big deal of this. It's, well, apart from Jericho, obviously. But, you know, it's it's Hobbs and, and Paul White. Uh, he's going to slay the giant. And Hobbs goes, beams directly for him. But obviously, you know, Big Show, bonk. And then Carl Fletcher walks up, bonk. And then he does the big choke slam off the stage, through some tables. And then him and Hobbs just brawl to the back. We cut away from that, and then we cut back to it, and it's just Hobbs on top of like a a, a stage area type it's deal. A bunch of pallets, I think. Yeah, and he gets the world's most dangerous slam, and he does F's that, him. and he just f's him into this car. Mad bump for old Paul to take. He's only he can barely stand up. <laughs> well, it's his legs that are the problem. <laughs> it looks like his back's fine to take pumps on. So he just like falls and he just like cracks this car so again quite street fighter s that's so that's you know that's uh-huh. capcom i suppose and then he slides down i played on the mega drive and he slides down and that's the end of tall paul in the match and that's horrible and that is what he was there for it was to put over hobbs as the giant slayer i'd said like the only acceptable finish i have for this match is that hobbs pins paul white mm-hmm. i think this is actually a better option yeah, and that, it was really impressive. It looked ugly, but in a in a good way, if uh, you can visualize that, where Hobbs kept Big Show up for yeah, a second. But that's that's really impressive. Yeah, when he's that high up as well, I imagine that things heavier when they go up high. Uh, no, no, they're not. Should I call Brian Cox? <laughs> but when he chucked the man him, of succession? it looked like. Big Show's back hit the corner of the hood of the car. Yeah. Oh, well, my God. he landed God. on the windscreen because the windscreen's busted. Well, I think that was just the sheer force of Big Show hitting the front of the car made the glass shatter. Oh. That was how I read yeah. that moment. I... Or it was worked glass. <laughs> Jungle Boy's back there like... <laughs> psh, 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 psh. Cry me a river. <laughs> he lands the thing. It's like... Just slides up oh. onto the floor. I've seen a lot of comments saying that needs to be part of the AEW video package yeah, at the start of every episode. Absolutely it should be. It was awesome. So this is the only, not even criticism, feedback I would have for, for me. And I don't even know if it's right, but I think it's worth bringing up because everything else about this match I loved. This felt like a more innocent time of AEW when it was just fun. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the, the weapons were insane. The bicycle spot. Again from the game. Kota Ibushi. Apart from that, that moment at the start, I thought was really fun. Yeah, he, he obviously his little triangle moon salts mm-hmm. was, you know, took him a little while to find <clears throat> his balance on it. But took him a while to realize what he was gonna do. <laughs> he took him and Kenny just looked at each other like, yeah. I mean, uh, Kenny was like, gonna do the the move. <laughs> and Kenny was like, which one? <laughs> like, you know, the one we usually do. Oh yeah, 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 yeah that right. Oh. Sorry, let me just let me just catch my breath and then mm-hmm. go. And uh, I, he took two gnarly old bumps for someone who's got quite bad neck problems. Like, you know, Roderick Strong's backstage being like, neck health, bud. <laughs> he took two gnarly bumps on his old neck. First off, on the, on the bicycle. Bad. Shout out to Excalibur got so excited. Such a Matthew Mark is, is Excalibur. He loves Botchamania. <laughs> that as he, he saw Kurabushi go, and he went, Tony, Tony, he got a bicycle. Shouting <laughs> out the Dusty Roads thing. And so he was like, Yeah, he's got a bicycle. <laughs> and Kurabushi goes down and he just sort of gently bonks Carl Fletcher oh. and clearly, you know, very uh, slowly bonks uh, 
Cage. Oh no, he bonks. Um, who's the other one? Who else was in this match? Takeshita. Um, yeah. And he goes around to Cage. Cage wallops him with this lariat. It does this big backflip off the oh bicycle. Lands all on his neck. It was gross. That's like a bushy clips you've seen on the internet. <laughs> <coughs> but the, uh, the the feedback I would have is the Hobbs Paul White thing. The, the point of this match really is to make Hobbs look amazing. Yeah. And the ending visual was Hobbs taped up by Jericho watching Omega get the win. And maybe there's some some meaning for that later on where Hobbs can avenge that loss and mm. that will set up a Hobbs versus Omega thing. But, but really for me, I thought the, the Paul White spot was so good. Having it where it was backstage in the middle of the match, I just... It's like putting on your main event midway through the show. Sure, you can do it, mm-hmm. but there is uh, an importance and significance placed on ordering things. I agree. I also would add to that the the other Cota next spot, which is when Kyle Fletcher did a tombstone off the apron oh my God. through a sign that was propped up by steel chairs. That should have been the spot that takes Fletcher and Ibushi out for the rest mm. of the match. I think, you know... Uh, everyone thinks of this as the classic five-on-five match invasion. But when Jericho, like when uh, Rhino gores Jericho through that table, that's them done. Mm. Like you don't see them then for the rest of the match. That's their ending spot. I agree with you. I think like that spot should have been. That's the end of Hobbs and White in this match. This spot over here. That's the end of Fletcher and Ibushi. That's their final spot of the match. But I think more that Hobbs that should play into the finish somehow. Mm. So Hobbs should do that. In like nearer the end of the match or like out by the stage because it was done for real <laughs> that was the shocking thing to me yeah. i thought oh it's backstage because they're gonna cut to a different camera angle nope nope white took all of that on his big <laughs> bum but then hobbs comes down and, and he's selling it like the the strength and yeah. that's how he gets taken out and tied up yeah because he also like they hit the Judas effect on him, and he just stood right back up, mm. completely no-sold what is a move that had taken out Takeshita backstage, because yeah. that's Takeshita's ending spot of this match. Mm. So he gets taken out with the Judas effects and is never seen again. Um, so they chat as well, just to, just to correct me. Is, is it Invasion or Survivor Series, that spot, where Rhino and Jericho take each other out? It is either Invasion or it's Survivor Series, and I can't quite remember which one it is. Anywho, um, this, this match was mad and it was insane. And yeah, I think you're right. Like it, it was there to tell two stories. One of which was Hobbs is well powerful because he took out Paul White. He kicked out of the Judas effect. They had to tie him up to the ropes, mm-hmm. even like tape his mouth shut so he couldn't answer back to to any. Of that them. was cool. It was a very cool moment. And the other one was Kenny overcame the Callus family, uh, and yeah. he finally got a win. Why Brian Cage? Well, that's it, isn't it? It's just like you know, Brian Cage was put in there to take the pin here mm. uh, protect the family somewhat uh so yeah like that those are the two stories that they did i think they saw I, I think they certainly did the hobbs one right the kenny one maybe not so much um and i think that's only because and some people took issue with me bringing this up on the collision podcast i got really irritated that jericho beat Takeshta at the ddt show because mm-hmm. i'm like what's the point like what what does jericho get out of beating Takeshta at the ddt show considering the whole story is supposed to be the Don Callis family keep yeah. beating Jericho and Omega. So he just wins in DDT. And I was like, it happened in DDT. No one knows. God, it got brought up all over this show. They kept mentioning mm. Jericho beat him in DDT. Jericho beat him in DDT. Jericho <laughs> beat him in DDT. And I'm like, well, so I've already sort of seen yeah. them have their redemption. And because they're doing the stuff with the Bucks, they've always felt like they're already moving on somewhat. Yeah, I, I agree. Omega and Jericho have moved on from the more exciting storyline. Well, Omega's more exciting storyline. Two weeks before the end of it, yeah, and they've just hot-shotted the Bucks match for for a pay-per-view four days away. Yeah, and according to the Bucks, you know they've been pretty vocal about this on Instagram. Maybe it's just the Bucks being the Bucks and trolling mm. and stuff. But they were like, "Well, we weren't going to be on the card otherwise." I don't believe that because someone someone said like because he said this is just a friendly competition between me and Kenny Jericho not so much and someone commented being like I people aren't going to pay 50 bucks on a pay-per-view to see a friendly competition he's like well I wasn't going to be on the card otherwise that's probably kayfabe it's, working yeah, isn't it it's it's trolling by the jacksons mm-hmm. potentially but yeah I I thought this match was very fun it was very very silly like uh, you know the the thumbnail I've got for this episode is very silly 
with Kodra Bushi on a bicycle <laughs> and Takeshita using that bicycle too to hit uh, Omega. The brain buster on the bicycle as well. Yeah. Didn't like that much at all. What a horrible thing to land on. Yeah. And some people's skin had tire marks on. Yeah, it's gross. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to my favorite spot. I think this might have happened in the commercial break picture in picture screen. Uh, Takeshita DDT Jericho onto a sofa. Sure did. A comfy sofa as well. That's like childhood wrestling where you you always wrestle on the sofa cushions yeah so he picked the least (laughs) dangerous area around him to do the move he looked for the comfiest sofa he could do (laughs) yeah it was and then omega won with the the one-winged angel and you're right like they were heavily putting over yeah that this is don Callis has overcome the 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 cal sorry um kenny omega has overcome the don Callis family I thought this match was better when Jericho was not involved. Maybe totally. I've just got a bit of a, a bee in my bonnet about Jericho at the moment, but there was a moment when I, Jericho and Takeshita were fighting backstage. They were doing their own, they were in their little pocket universe. And he lays out Takeshita with the Judas effect. It was like, cool. And then it's just in the ring and it's just uh, Cage and Fletcher and Hobbs comes back. Mm-hmm. And Hobbs is just like running wild and beating up Kenny and Kota. They're just doing their tag stuff together and it's genuinely like really good and they're sort of firing each other and they're feeling like awesome again. Then Jericho comes through the crowd, and I went, oh, "Yeah, I was, I was really getting into this for a moment there. I thought that might be the <laughs> end of Jericho in this match, but you know, they got the pay per view match they had to win." Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, yeah, should we get into some Omega chats? I can't log into my Discord. For oh, some well, reason. that's fine. I can do the ultra chats for you. Uh, Andy Sandbox here says the street fight being cross promotion for me probably took away the seriousness of the event. It is uh, if it is the last time Kenny deals with Don Callis for a while, they'll see where it goes. But my God, what a crazy match to go off with! So many good spots. Paul White did exactly what Paul White should have done. He got a choke slam. He got paired with Will Hobbs and did a good-looking bump off real glass <laughs> that he'll probably regret. They worked around his limitations and were happy to and were happy to see it off. Uh, see it as a one-off. 
as effing awesome Hangman was tonight, we should praise Swerve for just suddenly selling his rage to perfection. Mm. Can't wait to see how their match goes. It really is the hottest match going. Adam Page is undefeated in Texas death matches. Uh, another spot um, was Brian Cage second rope deadlift suplex in Omega from inside the ring to outside the ring through two tables. Awesome. It was really awesome. Mm. I thought Cage was genuinely brilliant in this match. Also, Taz got to have a bit of a you know history. Because he Hobbs and Cage used to be a team. Yeah. Under his tutelage. Yeah. So he was well like, I used to bring these guys together. <laughs> he had a great time. Charles Berg here. What a clunky mess of a match. But I also enjoyed how goofy it was. <laughs> Used weapons from the game. Big show aside from shuffling and slightly leaning, took an amazing bump. Kota with a very silly love tapping on the bike. I did and didn't like the match. Hmm. Oh, I definitely a hundred percent liked it. Loved I, it. Yeah. I loved it. I I proper giggled yeah. throughout this, particularly when Coach took that bump off the bike. Like I watched this on the tube, and I went. <laughs> there was it was I was already enjoying it, and then the bike came out. I was like, I'm in. Yeah, you can do whatever you want now. It's a bit like, although it hasn't come under the same fire, the Texas Chainsaw silliness. We loved the Texas Chainsaw match. We did. I mean, because that was you know that's been labelled as worst match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one has not. I think a it had bigger stars in it. B it went twice as long, and C. It was filled with absolute madness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kid Cuddy here says, The words got over in defeat is overplayed with me. It's just a justification for some of my favorites losing like Penta and Hobbs. And seeing him strung up like that was just sad. If Swerve loses this Saturday, oh, and that's kind of like, again, the getting over in defeat. Uh, but overall, a good night of wrestling. I don't think Penta was, that match was not designed to get him over in defeat. He just, no. he just lost there. Really hot crowd, though, for them. Yeah. Uh, huge This Is Awesome chance during that match. So maybe that's what you're referring to. But yeah, kicking the dick. They were definitely there to lose to the Bucks, to give the Bucks momentum. Yeah, Hobbs absolutely was. <clears throat> he got over in defeat. Like they, yeah. But because he wasn't pinned, I wouldn't use the argument they were putting him over in defeat. They were just putting him over mm-hmm. um ollie here says the hangman promo was killer it reminded me why i loved him so much and why he should be the main character of aew before this i was rooting for swerve to win but after that promo i need to see hangman win hope you're having a good day lads it was great yeah i it's i'm kind of torn on that as well kind of kind of what kid cuddy is saying there like i i'd want swerve to win but actually, like the story they're telling is you want to see Hangman win. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's actually why Swerve should win even more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm it, super it, excited for that match. It does. It does. And we, we recorded our predictions already. That'll go live later today. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, where I, Hangman, considering what Swerve's done to him in the building angle, he's a baby face. He really should win this. Yeah, I think so. Uh, let's get into yeah. the rest of the show, shall we? We'll do the rest of your Ultra Chats at the end of the broadcast. WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Send them in there. Uh, the show opened with Orange Cassidy and Hook coming out. Mm-hmm. And then John Moxley and Wheeler Utah made their entrance through the crowd. And we got a brawl in the crowd right away. Oh, yeah. This was a this was a fun match. I really liked it. Me too. Uh, it, Cassidy was sort of taken out early. Hook had to fight both men by himself. Some great suplexes. I feel like Hook was the least focused on in this, but he got some good stuff with Wheeler U to build in the feud there. And Mox as well. Like it mm. was, you know, they were putting everyone commentaries. Like it's kind of a weird visual seeing Hook and Mox in the yeah, ring. Like, yeah. you know, they feel like they're from two different games and now they're here together. And I quite like that. This genuinely felt like an elevation for mm. Hook. But then the big spot, Cassidy had already made his hot tag return. But then Moxley had Hook in the Death Rider. And Cassidy gets in, hits an orange punch on Mox, immediately turns around, you know, in the way he does, he spins, and then looks back, and Mox is just standing up, no selling one of Orange Cassidy's signature moves. Loved it. It was awesome. So cool. Mox is just cool. Because I I said it in my review, it wasn't, I'm just not going to sell it. It's not Sting, though. I'm not undermining it. It was, that really hurt me. But I'm effing tough. It's that Ishii. It's the Ishii selling, yeah. But yeah, like, whereas Sting is a little bit like when you do a move to me, it actually fires me up. And it's mm. kind of like what the you know, hulking up was and things like that. 
but this is more of that new japan strong style of no selling yeah that shibata way of just like you hit me hard and i felt that yeah. but you probably should hit me harder next time. <laughs> <laughs> but i loved cassidy's reaction to it it was almost triple h hitting a tombstone on the undertaker at wrestlemania yeah. and then the undertaker kicks out <laughs> One of those. Cassidy looked rattled. Because they lose the match. Uh, Hook gets pinned with the seatbelt. Like they hit the Death Rider, and then Yuta locks in the seatbelt pin to get it, uh, to get the, the victory. And Cassidy is just on the outside mm. while Mox is cutting this promo, being like, I'm going to ground you down. Like, I'm going to absolutely destroy you this Saturday at full gear. And Cassidy is there just clutching at that title, probably realizing, yeah, I think he might. Like, yeah. I, I think he might murder me. Yeah, because you were Tony's original plan that had to change fire <laughs> injury. I, I really, I thought it was really effective. I love the physicality. Uh, Mox and Cassidy, who would have thought they have such engaging chemistry? Yeah, thought it was so good. I also love Mox's line of like, I'm going to put the earth back on its axis mm. this Saturday. Really fun. I'm going to put the plans back in place where we were supposed to be in September. Maybe Casting, because he's such a uniquely comedic figure, does naturally play very well with the opposite of him, which is the Pax. Mm-hmm. It's the John Moxley, the yeah. really serious, brutal people. Yeah, I really love the spot that he's now doing within his repertoire is he does the Cassidy kicks but mm. fires up each time he does them. I love that yeah. little detail to it. That's that's character growth. Who else could you book him against? That's like super yeah. Ultra serious. Did he did he face Danielson in the end? Or did I just fantasy book that? I can't remember. I don't recall a Danielson. Yeah, injured. maybe. It's because Danielson comes back, has two matches, and then gets injured again. Mm. Who else would you put? I mean, Shibata, he's had. Shibata, he's, yeah, he's done. Suz- Suzuki. Well, that was supposed to be a GCW match, remember, yeah. before the pandemic. And then the pandemic killed that match. Um, we get a shot of Jericho, Omega, White, and Ibushi walking along earlier in the day in their suits. Looking cool. Like a yeah, stag party. <laughs> then we got what I think is everyone's favourite segment. Oh yeah. Swerve Strickland, Hangman Page, they get a promo, they both get entrances, but Tony Shivani says in the ring before they come out, the condition of this is as if either man touches each other, physic like physicality wise, they will be suspended for the rest of the year and the match will be off. So Hangman just grabs the mic. Swerve doesn't get a word in at all, which I think if, again, just feedback, not even a criticism, I would have had Swerve Strickland have a few lines at the start, then it's Hangman's turn. I disagree, Mm. because I think that's a bit more of that you say something, I say something. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. because Paige is fired up and he wants to let Swerve know the mistake that he made, it was just like, oh, you don't even get the chance to say what you think about this, because I'm going to tell you the mistake that you made. Because he cut this awesome promo on collision it's like mm. a little pre-tape promo um talking about how like he's gonna bury him in the ground and every november i'm gonna walk to your gravesite with my son i'm gonna let him piss on your grave <laughs> and i guess it's this awesome line so i like i was raving about this promo on collision mm. i loved it this was so much better because he did more or less the same style of angry promo but i got to see swerve's reaction mm. to it and swerve not being able to do a damn thing about it and being like I'm not going to let you know that you have gotten to me, but you have gotten to me. And that's just it's firing me up even more for when I see you on Saturday. Yeah. Okay, you, you won me over. You're totally right. I guess my my way would have been like the thing I hated in the match they had, where it's lock up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, no, you should just start brawling. Yeah. And that makes sense. But Hangman Page, this the, the delivery of the promo, the content of the promo were fully on point. He talked about Swerve was is dumb now. He's dumber. He's dumber than he was two years ago. And two years ago, he got fired, of course, by WWE. His fiance left him. I didn't know that. Yeah. Maybe it's not true. I don't care. It's good kayfabe. Uh, his kids won't speak to him. Prince Nana buys weed from high school kids. Yeah, he's like Prince Nana is just using you to sell his T-shirts to get enough money to buy weed from high school kids. Because then, then guess what? I'm going to beat you up and I'm going to take your weed. Brilliant. And I thought that was, I thought that was it. And I thought, okay, it's Swerve's turn now. But then Hangman just turns around again and, and says, and it's great detail. I did not see this coming, did you? No. And it's so obvious. The conditions say I can't touch you. And he just turns to Prince Nana. 
but I can beat him up. Yeah. And he destroys Prince And Nana. you see Swerve go to pull him off and then pull himself back and just put his hands on his head being like, oh, that's mm. really annoying. Security get in. And he like, Swerve takes Nana out. And the security trying to break up Paige and Paige beats them up. It's the buckshot lariat on one of them. This is one of those Hangman Page promos that in a year's time will get shared around on Twitter again being like, why isn't he the main <laughs> character of this company? Like similarly, the um, his <clears throat> I am a man yeah. promo often gets shared around to be like, I really think he should just be the top guy in this company. This oh, we would. tried that. <laughs> did we? Did we? <laughs> did we try it, though? Or did we just give the belt to CM Punk? How did that work out for you? Remember when I said that was a bad move? No, come on. <laughs> I thought this promo was awesome. So good. And like you said, Swerve's reactions to it. That when Hangman's beating up Nana and he's looking at it, he's not he's not sorry or concerned about Prince Nana. It's purely a psychotic. Ah, oh, that's annoying. Yeah, really? You've got one over on me. Yeah. Oh, you did actually win this round. I I think Swerve is just he's my he might be my favorite heel working currently, and Hangman has really risen to be that great baby face to yeah. play off of him excellent stuff so good can't wait for the match yep um, it's my most anticipated match of the the pay-per-view kingdoms backstage they call adam cole and roddy says he knows mjf is the devil cole hangs up yeah it's because cole's the devil mm. well but and roddy is like for all i know you could be the devil roddy what a cruel thing to say to roderick strong if you are the devil yeah well that's what i mean that's why he mm. knows that it's not mjf it's because it's him so Fightful selects their report on who the devil is. Isn't it a case of this person is going to be revealed as the devil? But what AEW sources are told to him is the person who's been playing the devil on screen every time is the person who the devil is. So it's, they're not using body doubles. It is whoever it is that they filmed the vignettes with. Mm. So all those people that were like showing that first one being like, it's a very slender figure. Uh, could be a woman. Um, maybe you're, maybe, you know, could be onto something because apparently so. And I think it is interesting that the devil has not been on screen in like presence since Cole's last show. So the show where Cole announced that he was injured mm. is the same show where the devil debuted. And that was he was on screen and in the actual place where they were doing the attack. He has not been seen since. And interesting. Cole's selling out like, like, I know it's not MJF. He does know it's not MJF because it's him sky blue took on red velvet next the... sky be sky be blue sky be sky oh because scooby scooby do mm. mm-hmm. um <laughs> thanks, thanks <laughs> you and tom with your scooby do love i don't get it that show annoys me why, why does scooby do annoy you it's too formulaic <laughs> you know like the you know like when you're a kid and you, you just love everything. But then yeah. you've got this weird adult insight <laughs> in one particular thing. Scooby-Doo was that for me. I'm just like, it's the same thing every week. Yeah. Whereas I'd happily watch Power Rangers, <laughs> which was the exact same template. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Scooby-Doo. Okay. I used to very much enjoy a pup named Scooby-Doo as well. It's the 90s version. Mm. In the 90s when Hanna-Barbera rebooted a lot of their old cartoons to make them cool and edgy now. <laughs> like Yo-Yogi. The Poochie. Yeah. <laughs> the Poochie era of Hanna-Barbera. So we got Sky Blue versus Red Bel- Velvet. Belved. <laughs> Red Velvet. The winner would go on to join Julia Hart and Chris Statlander in the TBS three-way at full gear. This overperformed. Massively. So this got into This Is Awesome chant. A, a light This Is Awesome chant. But yeah, one... It, it was deserved, I thought. I thought this was a heatless crowd, mm. early doors, and then they did this, like the the rolling where they roll up one count, roll up one count, roll up one count, yeah. and then that led into a two count spot, which Sky Blue kicked out of. And all of a sudden, because the crowd was getting into the one, 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 two, oh! From then, they were into this match yeah. for everything they did, even the bollocks finish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did a few good kicks. Um... But then Sky Blue went for a code red and code blue, code blue and then it just yeah. looked like a teddy bear roll. Yeah, yeah. She, I, as I wrote my notes, she just about got over her finish. It doesn't. It, it's, it's got quite a low success rate of looking like the move it should. Do. Yeah, when it works, oh, it's great. Mm. But you know, success rate and all that. 
So Sky Blue will go on to join that three-way there. Uh, we got a Miro promo. Oh, by the way, that match came at 35 minutes past the first hour. Mm-hmm. That's not the usual template. No, we're in third. We're in third quarter territory. I want someone to go back and check all the go home shows. <laughs> it's actually, it's actually this really formulaic, but it's just the go it's home. Just only on go home shows. Uh, Miro had a promo about redeeming Daniel Garcia because he's angry with his wife. Mm-hmm. I like this this stuff on paper, but I don't feel like it's clicking with me in practice. I liked what they did on Collision. Um, but I think a lot of my enjoyment of this is my own theory mm. on the story, which is that CJ doesn't want to manage Andrade. She just wants to anger Miro yeah. into letting her manage him again. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of that comes across on TV. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. yeah. That's what I like. That's I like that. Mm-hmm. And I, it's like this kind of weird sex game thing where two people are, are getting back together by pissing each other off. Yeah. That could be really fun. But it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't feel like that's what's actually happening. Yeah. That said, looking forward to the eventual Miro Andrade. Oh, match. yeah. Mariah May was with Tony Storm backstage. Uh, RJ City opened the door for her, which turned from our normal reality into black and white, la la land. They even changed the audio, mm-hmm. yeah. which I really appreciated. I uh, thought that was a good touch. Yeah, I enjoyed this as well. Um, as a few people have pointed out on the old Twitter machine, they are doing uh, the the movie All About Eve, which is about an understudy who looks to overthrow the person who is like this, the starlet. Or um, Mickey James, Trish Janice. Well, that's not the same story. No, that That's a single white female yeah. angle, whereas this is a different story. Mm. Well, it's, it's, it's fun, uh, I guess. Uh, May fawned over Tony. Luther's sort of doing his gurning facials behind her. And uh, Tony says, contact Mr. Khan and fix me up a tune-up match. Yeah, that director, Mr. Khan. Cool. She's going to be facing Amy Sakura on Rampage. Samoa Joe took on... I didn't write down his name. I think it's John Cruz, but I've written down Jack Ruse. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a really, really bad game of telephone. I think it's John Cruz. <laughs> or it's just like, that's the action figure you get at Poundlands. <laughs> yeah. But I want to I wanna get his name right because I really want to give him credit for his... What was he even trying to do? He just launched himself forward off the top rope for the Samoa Joe walkaway spot. He was part of the walkaway spot. But as Samoa Joe walked away, he went, oh! <laughs> it was a dude! Oh, it was the... That, that is an excellent... Jeff or image. Yeah. To be I've, used. I've actually watched it multiple yeah. times today. It's made me Same. laugh every time. Um, Samoa Joe squashed him, of course. It was just a squash match. And Joe, in his home area of Southern California, got a cheap pop there and extended his offer of help to MJF again. Yeah. They were advertising the ROH tag title match during this, <laughs> like in the lower third, excuse me, in the lower third. So I'd imagine that, yeah, Joe will be the, which yeah. they've been setting up for a while. A replay of Khan and Danielson's G1 announcement, or the, don't tell me, Continental Classic. The Continental Breakfast Classic. (laughs) Uh, No more names have been announced yet. I guess they'll wait until after Full Gear is done to announce names. Mm -hmm. Anyone you'd like to see in it? So it's eight people. Uh, Twelve. Twelve, so two blocks of six. Yeah. Uh, Well, I I load it with the top people. Yeah. That's, so Kenny... um, Hobbs. Dax, I'd like to see a, a tag team wrestler in a so a Dax Harwood. Yeah, um, yeah, Hobbs is a good shout. Uh, I said you need to have, you need to find your Toriano because mm-hmm. every G one needs a Toriano. And well, like, that could be Cassidy. Could be Ca- I, I think Cassidy's too serious now to be the the Toriano role. I think you need someone like a a John Silver in there to be that sort of role mm, maybe yeah to give it a bit of a but like one different flavor from what's going to be that's just, it yeah hey carl fletcher would be banging that's a great show yeah um but yeah i, I overload it with top stars you probably want christian in there like Roosh. to make it feel really really big i think i love Roosh, but i don't think he's currently currently presented by AEW as a, a big single star which is probably why i'd put him in there to start doing that yeah but you could probably only have two of those names out of the 12 yeah Pence. the other 10 have to be like as the if, you, if you're going to do it right it's the 10 top stars of your company yeah so moxley danielson uh mjf uh 
Help me out here. <laughs> Hangman Page. Hangman Swerve. Page. Copeland. Swerve. Hangman Page, definitely. Yeah. Um, Darby. Darby. Jay White. Jay White. Joe. Joe. Um, Batman, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, this is it. We were talking about this on the, the, the collision show. That I think the problem that AEW actually have with their version of the G1 is that there's too much talent. And there will be people that are going to be disappointed. No matter how yeah. stacked this is, there's going to be a name missing from that list that will make people look at it and go like, that's a mistake. What a mistake it's a maker. Um, <laughs> I, I'm i very excited for it, though. And this is going to be, it's going to lead to tremendous television. Yeah. It's going to be awesome matches. And I, that's always going to get a thumbs up from me. After that, we had Penta and Commander, because Ray Phoenix wasn't medically cleared, taking on the Young Bucks. This match was so good this is awesome surprise surprise it's a ver- it's a version of the lucha bros versus the young bucks that is a day one defining it like feud tag mm-hmm. feud in AEW, and just having the bucks as heels because they're out and out heels here they were heels throughout the entire match and they definitively cheated to win at the end by kicking both the luchas in the dicks oh yeah this is the Young Bucks. Absolutely it is. I'm, gl- I'm glad to have them back. Mm. Maybe that's just I'm glad to have them back wrestling. Because I think they've only had like 11 matches this mm. year. And this is also the year where they've re-signed with the company. They are no... I mean, according to the website, they're no longer EVPs. So, I don't know. If they're not doing being the elite at the moment. They just don't feel like the Young Bucks. It just feels yeah. like just guys on the roster who are never there. But then they started wrestling here and I was like... Oh, there you are! Oh, I've, I've been looking for you. Where have you been all year? Doing all the moves, getting—I I always admired this by the about the Bucks, doing babyface high spots, yet still getting booed yeah. by people who love them. I—I <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed this so so much. Yeah, Commander was very impressive. Yeah, Commander did two uh, rope walk spots. One of which where he ran down the ropes and did a hurricane runner to Nick Jackson off the apron, and Nick Jackson collided with Matt mm-hmm. Jackson on the floor. But the second one, I'm just going to read you <laughs> what this is in my notes here, and you've got to try and visualize this if you haven't seen this. Commander runs the ropes. He steps off the back of Matt Jackson, who was in a fireman's carry by Penta, to then leap into a Nick Jackson Canadian destroyer. Insane. Uh, got this is awesome chance really really loud this is awesome chance felt like 2019 early 2020 AEW mm-hmm. this was so so good and yeah the Bucks got a win but they cheated but it wasn't like oh they're chicken ass word heels this felt like a credible win to build them for that pay-per-view match yeah, they're heels um, and Omega sort of argued with him about that <laughs> backstage where he was like is that how you want to win matches because it's not going to work on me and it's kind of a little bit cordial and stuff. And then Jericho shows up and they get into a bit of a shoving match. Well, uh, Nick hit a Judas effect on Commander in the match. He did, yeah. Really like this. Yeah. Apart from the Jericho stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to... Oh, man. I was about to say I'm looking forward to when this is over on Saturday, but it's not. Because I think <laughs> Jericho and Omega are going to win. The guns then squashed... Uh, a t- oh, God, I didn't even... Oh, Peter... no, it was, it was Peter Avalon and... Uh, Jacoby Watts. Yes. Yeah. So the guns squashed them really quickly, and then they cut the same promo from last week of, look, we will yeah. beat you easily, Max. I, I like what they're doing with the mm. guns, which is that they win these matches really, really quickly and point out, that's what happens when we face someone two-on-two. Imagine what will happen when we face MJF two-on-one. They got loads of heat in their post-match promo last week. Yeah, they often do. Not so much here, but weaker crowd, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, we got a Wardlow video package saying he's going to make the devil his bitch. And the devil appeared on screen mm. afterwards. But he's talking about MJF. Because he thinks the devil is MJF. Yeah. He's like, because he grabs it like, I looked at, I saw fear in the devil's eyes. Mm. So yeah, that's interesting. Wardlow, they're doing a really good job of building him back yeah. up. Then we got the long street fight. Uh, Big, I've got three segments in yeah. went through. So the final part of the show was an MJF promo. We'd been told all through the night. We'll hear from MJF. Mm-hmm. Had about 10 minutes. Um, and he doesn't really say anything new. There's no new developments here. He simply lays out that the devil and whoever those attackers are have taken out all his friends. He can't outrun his past. Punk. Because Adam Cole isn't his past. It's his present. So yeah, I I felt like does that 
there's that horrible theory that it's just MJF. Yeah. It's like that. But also that it's a it's someone he's wronged in the past. <laughs> I mean, obviously that's the best one. I think Sean even says in the five reports, like, if it's punk, it's the greatest work in yeah. professional wrestling <laughs> history. Uh, it talks about being afraid that he's going to let us all down, let his friends down, let I, the acclaim down. I liked that because that's yeah. proper babyface. I let Adam Cole down and he got hurt. Uh, and then I let the acclaimed down and they got hurt. I don't want to let each and every one of you down. It's like a pure like babyface promo of like, I want to be your mm. champion. I've worked so hard to get to this mountaintop and there are a lot of people that are trying to kick me down it, but I'm not going to let them. And he's just about sort of wrapping this up, and he's going to—he's well, going to find out who the devil is and, and expose them for stealing his stuff. And then Jay White comes out and is basically like, you, "It's you. <laughs> You're the devil, man. Yeah. But also, I'm going to beat you so easily at full gear because I've already beaten you multiple times, and I can't wait to beat you again. Mm. I've got two words for you: get him." Such a cool line and delivery at the end. He did the two words for you. And you can almost hear some of the crowd go, guns up. They'd set it up with the guns promo because yeah. they'd already told you, here's what you do. Here's the call and yeah. response, guns up. So when the Jay White did it, the crowd are expecting the guns up. He just goes, get him, boys. <laughs> get, get him. And then, yeah, they jumped him. And this time, no one came down to save him. No. Samoa Joe just watched on backstage as the gangbang gang beat up Max. Sending that message, Joe, mm. that is, sending a message to him being like, I've offered my services and you're not taking them. And look what happens when you don't take my services. You get beaten up. Really good. Yeah. As if Joe did run down to save him, which is kind of what I, I was wanting in that moment. It's not what I needed. Mm -hmm. You delay that to Max asking him. Yeah. Um, also, Jay White hit a Blade Runner on Max and they visually counted the pin. Yeah. Ooh. So it was two finishes because it was uh, Juice Robinson also hit the left hand of guard mm -hmm. and then Jay hit the Blade Runner and they got the visual pin on him. So he's, he's, he's pinned him twice now. Yeah. I thought this was a very effective go home angle for Full Gear. Uh, overall, I, I really enjoyed this show. Like, mm. 85% I gave it. Yeah, I thought it was a tremendous mm. episode of Dynamite. Particularly the elite parts, which felt like old AEW. The Bucks being heel, mm. bits of flashes of Kenny, just the anarchy of the Leica Street Fighter <laughs> match. Like a Street Fighter Street Fight. Yeah, yeah, we can go with that if you like. But yeah, what do you what, what, are the, what are the sacred properties? I mean, that's a Capcom property, but what are the... Sonic. Yeah, and um, actually, a lot of AEW's Twitter thing was like, man, they beat the Sonic rings out of poor Carl Fletcher. Just lots of Sega references and stuff. But yeah, that is a Sega property. Uh, what would you give it? It's high four out of five for me. Oh. I, I don't know what would have tipped it over into it being like a, a full five out of five episode. There wasn't like a, a super duper hot mm -hmm. angle, but I thought it was a very good go home angle for, for the JY MJF stuff. But I have been, I'm just so into MJF story at the moment yeah. that anything that they do, I'm sort of like just mad into. I think it's the best. I think Swerve, if I'm considering WWE as well, Correct me if I'm missing anything. Mm -hmm. I think Swerve Hangman is is my hottest feud in wrestling right now. Yeah, and the MJF so. stuff is my favorite story in wrestling right now because yep. the bloodline has just lost me. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would August. say so. And I'm I'm done with Team Cody versus the Judgment mm -hmm. Day. Um, like the Judgment Day, but yeah, the the Franken well, team opposition is I'm, a bit tiring. Well, I've seen them do it now for six months. Yeah, so. I'm quite ready to, to move on from it and, and get something new and fresh, which is why, you know, I'm, that's probably why I'm looking forward to Survivor Series because we'll get through that. Mm -hmm. And then some new exciting stories can start on the, the Raw after Survivor Series. I can be really excited about WWE again. So, yeah, for me, it's like I'm so into Swerve, so into Strict uh, and uh, Hangman. I can't wait for that match. Mm -hmm. I'm, I, it's not even just the MJF stuff. I'm really enjoying Jay White and I really like yeah. the Gangbang game. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to shout out, uh, you can actually vote in our poll as to what you thought of this episode. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. And we're going to shout out some of our Patreon pledge hammers over at patreon.com forward slash wrestle talk. Join us there where you get lots of exclusive content Ooh. like our behind the scenes podcast where we talk about 
the latest few episodes of Survival mm-hmm. Series. Still a little teasers what we've got coming up with Survival Series. And we talk about the our upcoming Christmas party. We talk about some stories from our live show and the live No Holds Board we did. Our mega-packed No Holds Board taping sessions that we did recently. So a lot of detail going into that over at patreon.com forward slash Talk. Next week will be Talk After Dark. And then the week after that will be myself and Oliver Davis reviewing Survivor Series 2014. Going to watch that tomorrow. Yeah, as am I. And Tempest just keeps telling me, well, there's a one-match show. <laughs> I remember it being really fun, but I mean, just that, a one-match show. Well, that one match is incredible. Yeah. I think that is the best Survivor Series main events mm-hmm. of probably like, you know, that sort of 2000 through to... That, let's say 2003 till like modern day mm-hmm. i thought it was so so excellent uh but i think the undercard is a bit cack i think adam rose is on it oh flashback well actually because we go through the observers and the figure fours and the, uh, look at what the dirt sheets were writing at the time i saw the headline of the figure four issue that's reviewing survivors to 14 and i was like oh, it's then and i'm like i can't wait now to talk about this with ollie what a tease. What a tease. But if you're one of our $25 and above Patreon Pledge Hammers, you get your name read out on this show like these fine folk. Ross, Pooper, Scooper, Cooper. Enter the Sam man. Sam Register. The man with the scoops, Sean. The movie Luke has never seen, Selena. The Pharaoh, Stephen Mazzafaro. The Solo Survivor, 1993. The Incredible Tarzo. Keep rolling the Rick Peck. Tony Jabroni. Trevdog316. Commentator of the century, Vince Phillips. Vito Ventura, pet detective. Uh, you can get your own Patreon shout-out over at patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. And hey, if you think that we're cool people, why don't you come and watch Survivor Series with us live and in person at the Long Arm Pub and Brewery. But don't just take it from me. Take it from me. How are we doing for tickets? Oh, one second. I pressed the wrong thing. <laughs> Do you have plans to watch Survivor Series? Well, why not come and watch WWE Survivor Series live and in person with the WrestleTalk team with over 100 other wrestling fans along with a live version of our Parts of Unknown board game series No Holds Board at the Long Arm Pub and Brewery in London. Not only will we be watching Survivor Series together, but we'll be doing our live reactions to the show from the pub, which means you will have the chance to be on camera and part of the WrestleTalk live experience. This is the best way to watch wrestling pay-per-views and tickets are available right now. Get your tickets today and we'll see you there to be part of moments like this. To answer your question, well, <laughs> get those tickets quick. Get those tickets quick. They're in the link in the video description down below or being spanned by our wonderful moderating team. Right, let's get into the rest of your. Omega Chats, when I open the dog, we have an unknown username. Please do let our moderators know. It's a Streamlabs issue uh, who says, uh, everyone is saying the same name for the signing. Be different. Stand out. It's Dave Finley. On a bigger (laughs) note, we're wearing TK down. There are two women's matches on the pay-per-view. I'm fully aware the bar is in hell, but but progress is progress, I guess. Well, we have always had two. Yeah. Well, not recently, but up until like, well, before uh, Jade Cargill lost the belt, mm-hmm. we were regularly getting two women's matches on the show because you'd have the women's title match and the Jade match. Just hopefully it won't be for the same amount of time as one. Yes. Mm. Uh, who have you got for the, the announcement at Full Gear? Well, we spoke about this in our prediction show. It'll be up tomorrow. Uh, we, we both agreed with Mercedes Monet. Yeah, I think Mercedes makes the most sense. She's the one who's not in any contract says, I brought this up on a few podcasts now. Mm. I think it is weird that Bushy Road had plans for her to come back in October. Then in November, yeah. reportedly had no plans for her to come back. Um, even though the match with Julia was set up to, to be mm. done for her return match. Osprey feels unlikely because his contract with New Japan is in February, unless they can do a buyout of that yeah. contract. Um which would be an incredible like power play by Tony Khan, considering all the interest that WWE have in in Osprey. Mm. 
it can't be any of the WWE releases. Their contract, their non, their non competes until um, unless of course the I don't know. There's legalities you maybe you'll get around, but they they're all up in mid December. World's End's gonna be busy. Okay, I think. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Ferrari, Dolph Ziggler <laughs> show up. Um, did you hear Meltzer talking about this on Observer Radio? He was talking about Osprey. He was talking about what can what Tony Khan can mm, offer I did. that WWE cannot offer, and Tony and he says. Tony Khan can offer him a world title win at Wembley. Like, WWE can't offer him a world title win at Wembley. But here is the most Dave sentence I've ever heard. Or, like, a couple of sentences. This is a proper Dave run of thoughts here. AEW will not... WWE will not make that offer. I don't think. They're not going to do Wembley this year. Or maybe they will. But I don't think so. And moreover, I don't think they can promise him a world championship. They could if they really wanted him, though. Like that is every single thing. They're not going to do that. Ah, but they could. They are for sure not going to do this. But they might though. I listened to that quote uh, when I was listening to the episode. It, it makes a lot more sense when he's when he's saying it. When you read it out like that, yeah. it doesn't sound. <laughs> sounds like he's going back and forth. Yeah. What he's saying there is, you know, WWE could do that, but they just won't. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's unfair on Dave. Kusek here says Hangman versus Swerve is what I'm looking mm. forward to watching at Full Gear. I see Hangman winning and going to win his bracket at the Continental Classic with Swerve winning the <gasps> other one. Oh. And that's how you do the rubber match at World's End. That's really good. I, I like, like that. that. Uh, and he also adds here Coder on a bike is indeed very silly. <laughs> I quite like the idea of Page and uh, Swerve being in the same bracket as well. Yeah. And just yeah. being forced to have that third match then. Maybe that's the time limit draw. Like that's your Kenny. Yeah. Uh, Omega, uh, your Kenny and Coast one. Apparently, Tony Blair has been a member for 27 months. The Tony Blair? I think, well, I mean, that's what it says here. <laughs> the Tony Blair. Wow. Um, said, I believe that the devil should be Jack Perry underneath the mask. I really enjoyed his heel gimmick. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that will be a bit uh, less than the expectations they've set. Dylan, Although it, it makes sense, storyline-wise. It does. Uh, Dylan here says, hey guys, just wanted to say that I'm so over MJF not having his world title. Mm. Also, I'm Dylan, the lead singer of Luke's most hated band, Wolves of Oz. If you don't remember, you listened to us on the Monday Night Wars live stream. <laughs> I think I, did. I said it was the most hated band. I, was I wasn't keen on it though. Uh, I I agree. I'm I'm ready for Max to have yeah. his belt back. Well, that's fine. That's on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, because I'm also... I'm so ready for him to just have the belt again. Anson Reinhardt has been in Memberg for 10 months in a row. Said the devil unmasked. It was me, Max. It was me all along. <laughs> it's heel Tony Khan coming to get Max uh, to lose the belt before uh, 2024. Uh, JK at CM Punk. Uh, Look, I know we have joked about it. It being Tony Khan. It's only now that Anson Reinhardt has given that bit of context it's how he's going to get the the bidding war of 2024 storyline back up and running that makes me go do you know what yeah yeah that's do you know what that's actually quite good yeah oh no but it won't it won't be fun to watch imagine how that promo's delivered <laughs> it was me next week in winnipeg it was me and there was the parking lot it was me i beat him up Andy Sandbox here says, Young Bucks versus Luchadors. Name a better combination. Commander jumping off Penta's shoulders into a double DDT yeah. made me actually shout in the middle of the night. Then his <laughs> rope walk into a destroyer. The Elite had all the good segments here. I'm happy to see that. As a go-home show, this feels like every main match got great builds. Mm. Except for MJF. This particular week, I did not feel this was his best work and we're borderline hitting negative repetition. Do you think we get a big devil spot at the end of the pay-per-view? Oh, I, I, I think we've had a really steady increase in stakes over the weeks. And this one, did, yeah, didn't do anything new, but it kept it level for me because I think they're going to do the big angle on Friday night on yeah. Collision. Possibly, yeah. They're going to have to do something because mm. that show is going to get slaughtered <laughs> in the ratings. <laughs> it's going to get murderized. Uh. Gonna be, it's not even SmackDown's on FS1. It's just on Fox. Mm. Like Even Fox has got a bigger reach than TNT has anyway let alone 
people like watching SmackDown. They don't like watching Collision. Mm. Oh, it's going to get slaughtered this this week. Uh, I'm just Marcus here. Said the whole street fight was awesome and silly in the very best possible way. Hobbs slamming Paul, the pile driver off the apron, the DDT on a sofa, Ibushi on a bike. <laughs> I loved the whole thing. I want them to do more things like this. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun. Uh, Bizarro Big L says, first off, congrats to Zangief and Zangief Jr. Just referring to Brian Cage because he has a mohawk. Uh, this match makes me think Big Bill Hobbs and Cage Trio would be really, really fun. Uh, almost as much as the group I put in SRS's head last night. A new spirit squad. The Nemeths, Avalon, and the Outrunners oh. as Chippendale guys. Well, I... Yeah. Those are all people who are tailor-made for each other. Yeah, yeah. Also, I mean, I appreciate all the work that our moderators do. Mm -hmm. I think we have got the best moderating team in the entire YouTube world. I am going to call out uh, Gary here, uh, because Gary felt the need to explain a Street Fighter reference to (laughs) me. Is that what that yellow highlight is? is? Yeah, he's just like, just just so you know, this is what they're referring to. Maybe he thought I was going to (laughs) read it. I was playing Street Fighter 2 in the arcades mate before it even hit the home consoles but ain't you be coming at me with your street fighter corrections justin here has been a member for 27 months says don helps the bucks to win at full gear and the bucks join the callous family oh my god i mean that's a swerve the way i reacted because that would be a shocking swerve uh there's too many people they just don't fit the faction too many people you know they're all younger guys i think so no but i like the swerve i like it a lot uh i'm just marcus here said had to send another ultra chat to say the hangman probo and swerve selling of it was really intense for as much as i love the max stuff hangman and swerve is what i'm most excited mm-hmm. for hangman has to win at this point for me yeah me i mean me too i'm i'm kind of rooting for swerve to win but my like that's like my my brain is rooting for swerve to win because like you want to build a new star but mm-hmm. my heart wants to see hangman win uh, Justin Edel Heat has been a member for 11 months in a row says did Adam Cole reveal himself as the devil how does he know it's not MJF also who do you think the new signing is my guess is Mercedes Monet or Ziggler yeah I think Ziggler wouldn't be a big enough name at this point well that's but it's not they haven't said a, a name they've just said it's a name that everyone respects or AEW fans will respect which makes me think it's not Mercedes Monet because that's a woman <laughs> <laughs> yeah you see I th- if that was Five years ago, I would say, oh, yeah, Ziggler. But you, like you said, the non-compete clause is likely up mid-December. I think it's mid-December. Mm. I think it's actually my birthday. Um, uh, Caleb has been a member for 25 months in a row. Says, Ollie looking super dapper as ever. Luke, love the sweater, guys. Who is the one behind the mask? Wrong answers only. Don't say punk. I want to hear wild guesses. Raven. <laughs> Jarrett. <laughs> Jarrett. Could you imagine if it's Matt Hardy? (laughs) All the people we talked about as the new Dark Order leader. (laughs) Uh, You could do, uh, in terms of wild, you know, you said John Silver earlier. Yeah. Uh, Who's the, is it Captain Sean Dean who keeps beating Max? Yeah, yeah. Ronda Rousey. But like someone like that, like a really minor character. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes they just get a huge push out of nowhere. Like uh, Scott Snyder did this huge Batman story where Kite Man, I think, was the the big revealed as the big bad. So you could do it like that. You had to get your Snyder Batman lore in. I had to, yeah, I had to. It's been, it's been like, what's 59 minutes this podcast been going on? <laughs> Uh, and martial arts here with a quick update to say dynamite was funny but still not enough time for the women good thing my all women debut show this weekend was a huge success oh, and great. will be available to stream soon i'm in london this weekend wrestle queendom will be wild and apples nice awesome nice i'm really happy for you marcel that's awesome to put on and that is going to do it for this episode thank you all so much all for the, watching the poll that's a good point because there's no for the second show in a row there's no note to remind me to do the poll yeah but they had that helpful part about <laughs> the street fighter reference that's true they did um also we got a another uh, part on that big uh, bizarre big l said ollie if you want to call him by his name right call john cruz serpentico i did not know that was serpentico what apparently that is that serpentico is it I've not heard that. Serpentico. Nope. Serpentico. Uh, 
is Jay Cruz, John Cruz. Huh. Huh. Oh, shout out to Serpentico then. Isn't it crazy how people who wrestle under masks often have the best facial expressions? Sami Zayn, although, you know, he wasn't El Generico. No. Um, Kane. And now John Cruz. Kane? He to... had, he was very animated. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd go. I don't think that would be like saying that Uncle Fester Kane is better than Mars Kane, which categorically he is not. Um, but anyway, uh, we'll just end our poll there. And our thumbs up was 76%. Mid was 19. Thumbs down, 3%. Very highly rated. Yeah. And also a lot of people pointing out Shane McMahon to be revealed as the devil. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. And a couple of other names that have been it. Vince Russo. <laughs> Uh, rock. <laughs> the <rejection of> rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good payoff. That's genuinely a big payoff. The rock. Do you see him on the Joe Rogan experience? I've like, been, I've been watching it. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't listen or, or, or watch mm. Joe Rogan. I've just seen the, the, the clip of him being like, yeah, I was going to join Pride in 97. No, you weren't. Hey, mm. they didn't have their first show till the end of 1997. And... Ken Shamrock didn't have his first Pride fight until 2000. No, you didn't, Rock. He probably just got the, the years mixed up. Yeah. because he's a, he's, I, I can't remember which year a certain main event is of WrestleMania. I think Rock can't remember which year he has $7 in his pocket is anymore. <laughs> He'll be telling us it was 1999 when he was WWF champion. Yeah. Um, I think he's starting to reach Hulk Hogan levels of... I'm just going to say stories now because I'm so charismatic people will believe me. I could have been the basis for Metallica. You don't know he's, that. No, come on. He's, he's had a rough time with Black Adam. <laughs> no. That's where the cracks started no, no, no. the show. That was profitable <laughs> in a certain section of these countries. That's why we decided not to make any more. <laughs> because we, we smashed the first one. We don't want to ruin it. That's all we've got time for in this edition of the podcast. Uh, we'll be back on Saturday with the SmackDown review. No, we won't actually. There's no SmackDown review this week. Isn't there? No. Are you thinking of next week? Oh, no, I'm thinking of next week. There is a SmackDown <laughs> review this week. Uh, and we've then got full gear coverage on Sunday. And then there'll be no collision review this mm. week. That's what I was thinking of. But that's what we've got time for on this show. Our predictions for full gear go out tomorrow. We will see you then. Take care. I've been Nico in DAD. That has been Ollie Davis. Jam that jam. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.